What up, everybody? New week, a new episode. Episode number 13. We've been doing this for 13 weeks. Believe it or not, 13 weeks ago, I had a dream. <laughs> uh, no, on, in all seriousness, there was, um, you know, it, it's hard to believe that 13 weeks ago, I had this little idea to do a podcast. I didn't know anything about podcasts. I've never listened to podcasts. I just, you know what? I thought this would be really like, what could we do? Like, I feel like, you know, you can see results on the results page. You can see the points, you can see the pictures, you can follow the Facebook page, but what can everybody do? Like, how could we get this out there a little bit more and talk about the rundown of how a weekend went at Coles County Dragway or talk about the drama that happens at Coles County Dragway or all the fun stuff that goes down, you know, behind the scenes. And you know what? I thought it would be really neat to do a podcast, even though it's kind of off the wall, but you know what, how many people, how many tracks have their own podcast? CCD is one of them. Um, you know what, you guys all really have uh, encouraged me to keep doing this and, I, and I, I do enjoy it. It does get to be a little bit uh, much at, at times, but you know what, I, I really do enjoy it. I have fun doing it and I'm gonna keep doing it. Um, you know what, It's it, this weekend, was really an awesome weekend uh this this episode is going to be really fun i've got caleb k wood lined up to do an interview i don't know much about caleb k wood i don't know if if a lot of people do uh you know so that's going to be really interesting we'll get to know a little bit about caleb and and learn you know a little bit about him uh really looking forward to that interview i was, I was really excited when he said he would do it so we'll get into that in a little bit later but this weekend was really exciting the terry Luchtenfield memorial um, you know, this has been an ongoing race at Coles County for quite a while. It's a pretty special deal. Uh, they had a pretty, really good car count uh, in pro class. It was uh, just, you know, I love seeing cars down there. It's it's so fun to look around and see all the people. It's just, it makes racing so much better. But it really was just an awesome weekend. And, um, you know, it started out, Jun uh, Jesse Fritz getting the win in the junior dragsters. Uh, he raced Emma Wyman in the final, um, you know, Jesse's a really established racer in the junior dragsters. He's had a lot of success in the junior dragsters. Um, he's just, a, he's a really good racer. Uh, he travels well. He goes and does well at other places. And uh, he picks up the win in the junior dragsters this week. The Ray Evans consolation, Wyatt Scales. Wyatt's had a good year this year as well. She was actually catching Tucker Mack in the points. I, I will go over the points here in a little bit. The points are really getting interesting um, in just about every class. But Wyatt Scales beats Carson Smith. Uh, in the final of the Ray Evans consolation race, um, Wyatt was 533 up front in the final, so that's pretty solid. Uh, but Wyatt's a really good racer, and so is his sister. So, um, really awesome job, hands down, to all the junior racers this weekend. That was Saturday. Um, and then the sports, the big one, we're, we're going to do this interview later. Caleb Kaywood picked up his very first ever sportsman win. I couldn't be more happy about this. I uh, talked about it for weeks and weeks about how Caleb has just been on a roll. He's going to get that, you know, get that win sooner or later. He was in a final last weekend and, and I'm just, he clicked it red and you know what I, you know, like I said, last week's episode, just keep your head up. You'll, you'll get back there and you'll, you'll get it. Um, and he did it. He got it done Saturday and, and he actually beat, um, let's see, Larry Lyons in the final Larry. We all know Larry, old man, Larry, he's grandpa, Larry, he's been around, he's been doing this a long time. So, uh, just a hell of an accomplishment for Caleb K. Wood to beat Larry Lyons in the final. Sportsman semifinals. Uh, actually hosted one of the other Lions boys, David Lyons. Talked about him a lot this year. He's having a really good year. Really good racer. He beats Katrina Murphy. Uh, him and Katrina Murphy um, are in the semifinals together. Uh, Katrina, obviously, we all know how well of a year she's having. Um, I talked about them points a few seconds ago. I'll go into that later. They, it's really, really, really getting tight. Uh, Katrina's had a hell of a year. I've talked about that. Uh, she's in the semifinals. She seems to be there. Just, you know, I feel like I'm naming her name off every single weekend. Um, so she's just had a phenomenal year. But, you know, hands down to them too. David Lyons, Katrina Murphy, semifinalists, semifinalists in sportsman class. Caleb picking up the win over Larry. On to the super pro uh, class. Bad Chad, Chad Isley. Pick up, picks up the win in super pro and he's foot breaking. Uh, did not know that. Me and Chad talked. 
up in the lanes and he's just having an absolute blast with it i've uh, been doing it a couple weeks now he's got the camaro out there he's had a lot of success in that car it's a nasty car uh, and obviously chad's just one of the nastiest drivers down here when it comes to picking up wind lights and he he's he's one of the best at doing it and he picks up the win in super pro foot breaking it uh we talked about this earlier this year um jim tree picked up a win foot breaking in super pro and i had mentioned that i couldn't really remember uh the last time somebody had done that i think i threw out brad talbert's name but um, you know, awesome job to Chad Isley. I, like I said, he's having a lot of fun doing that stuff and foot breaking and, and beating him guys. And he actually goes on and wins the king of the track. Um, so, you know what? King of the track can't can't give it to a uh, box car, even though Super Pro winner was actually the one that won it. Um, Chad Isley got it done foot breaking. So hands down to Chad Isley. He beats me in the king of the track. I went on and won pro class uh, this weekend. And what a special night it was. Early on in the year, um, you know, it's always been kind of a goal for me and my dad to get into a final together. Um, we've always wanted a you know, winner circle picture, win or lose, whoever whoever it was. We we're going to nose the cars together. Um, and, you know, it's one of the things you just don't know if it's ever going to happen. Uh, the guys talked to me that interviewed me last week, brought it up, and, and you know, we talked about it, how special that was. And <laughs> lo and behold, we did it. And then we turned around and did it again this weekend for $1,500 Terry Luckenfield Memorial. Um, I couldn't be, I, I just tell you what, I was so excited. I actually ran my round first in the semis, uh, raced Rob Fisher, and I picked up the wind light. And as I'm coming down the return road, all I'm doing is paying attention to my dad's race. Uh, and I see his wind light come on, and I just started screaming in the car, like, How freaking awesome is this? We're going to do it again. Um, and I kind of, I was a little nervous cause I know my dad owed me one. I was too total the first time we raced him or first time I raced him in a final. So, um, I was really, uh, kind of thinking, man, he's going to come after me this time. He's, he's really going to throw one on me, but, uh, it wasn't really didn't play out that way, but, uh, I picked up the win. Um, it was really cool, uh, to do that two years or two, two times in a year, uh, to get to race my dad in a final is really, really cool stuff. So, uh, I pick up the win in pro and, uh, semi-finalists, Rob Fisher and Jim treat. Jim Tree had a really good uh, night. Uh, you know, he's he's coming up there. He's moving up in the points. I, I, it was just like a month ago. Jim was in like fifth place, fourth place, or something in the points, and and all of a sudden he is in second place, uh, twelve points behind me. He's moving up. He's having he's he's starting to have some success. And you know, you all know when when you start rolling, you know, you get things rolling. It all kind of you know it snowballs. It really does. The success and and you know a little bit of luck for all of us. It just seems to go your way when it's going your way. Uh, so so Jim Treat really having a a really good month and he's moving on up. He's into second place in the points. He was a uh, semifinalist along with Rob Fisher. So awesome job to everybody in the pro class. It was a really good turnout and a lot of a lot of competition. Um, but it was just a really fun weekend and uh, just glad to see everybody come out uh, this weekend. Quarterfinals actually hosted Justin Evans, Bill Lyons, Terry Willard, and Mike Riggin. Uh, Justin Evans wheeling his brother's car. It was really good to see Justin back down there and racing and, and get behind the wheel. Uh, and Justin had some success. He he got in the quarterfinals, got into the money. Um, just I'm proud of Justin. Justin's a, a really good dude, and he's had a uh, tough year. Just you know, a lot of stuff going wrong for Justin and his car. Uh, and, and it was really cool to see him get to wheel that car this weekend and have some success and click on some wind lights. Moving on to Sunday. Uh, first thought that comes to mind when I think about Sunday is, oh, no, I suck again. <laughs> awful day for me on Sunday, just like last week. I won last week uh, and followed it up with an awful performance on Sunday, and I did the exact same thing this weekend. But, hey, you know what? It, it's racing. It happens. Uh, but, anyway, we're going to go on to Sunday. We had some pretty, co pretty cool stuff going on Sunday. Matter of fact, Saturday, I forgot to mention, um, you know, my dad threw this – together this uh pretty neat deal for the junior dragsters he didn't get in on a sponsor in a race this year he usually sponsors a race every year uh he missed the call on doing that this year it filled up so quick he wasn't really paying attention to facebook when they put it out there uh so he didn't get the chance to do the race and he he wanted to do something so he thought of this really neat idea to do this lone survivor 10 and under anybody that's 10 years old or younger that goes the farthest throughout the day in the main race was going to get a hundred dollar bill and andrew long got it done um you know what uh, here's what i'm going to say about andrew long that kid is a player that dude knows how to race um really young and i'll tell you what you know 
I've talked to a lot of these junior parents and they go on about how tough it is to dial these cars when they're in them slower cars at that age bracket. Uh, but Andrew Long seems to have no problem with that. <laughs> Bubba has got that car dialed in and Andrew Long is really showing a lot of potential of being really, really great. Uh, the kid's already just unbelievably good in a junior dragster. And, and you know, his dad was also one of those guys that were just, you know, really really phenomenal uh driver in the junior dragster division I and mean, had a lot of success and had a lot of success past the junior dragsters went on won a championship in super pro um you know bubba was a really really well-rounded racer and it seems to me like he's raising um one of his own so uh andrew long got the job done was the last surviving driver on saturday and wins a hundred dollars sunday we did the same thing. Actually, I was going to throw in 100 on Sunday. Well, I found out my dad was going to do both days. So I'm like, okay, well, I've got 100 here. I will throw in on something. How about we'll do the zoned-in challenge? First round, best light of the first round of eliminations for junior dragsters uh, was $100. And it went to Tucker Dom. Uh, I'm a big fan of Tucker Dom. Uh, really cool kid. <laughs> I love his shirt that says, I love hot moms. Don't we all, buddy? Don't we all? Uh, but anyway... You know, he gets the win, or he picks up the $100, and um, actually his sister was in the running for the uh, Lone Survivor on Sunday. Uh, she fell a little bit short, but, you know, that, that whole family, Jace Willenberg and, and Tucker Dom and Aspidom, they're all really good junior extra drivers. It's going to be really tough. You know, Eric Willenberg, he came out of the juniors. He's a really tough racer. Um, they're just, the, you know, they, they raised some really good racers over there in that Willenberg family. Uh, so hands down to them guys and, and really good job to Tucker and, and congratulations on winning the zoned in challenge. So the, the, the lone survivor went into Sunday again and lo and behold, Andrew long walks out with everybody's money <laughs> or, well, I guess just my dad's money, but he walks, he cleans house, uh, gets the win again he actually put it all the way into the final so not only was he the lone survivor of the 10 and under but he gets it all the way into the final um and i i tell you what i was rooting for him in the final thinking man how cool would that be i almost felt like i should have thrown up bonus money like okay yeah 10 and under whoever goes the farthest you're getting 100 bucks but if that 10 and under person actually wins the entire like race I'll throw another hundred in. I, it was kind of late because once I found out he was in the final, it was a little late to get up there and say that. But uh, congratulations to Andrew. I mean, I, like I said, the kid is just on a tear. Um, he's really, really, you know, a well-rounded racer, and he's just so young. It, it's amazing. You know, I've talked about Tucker Dom or and, and Tucker Mack and, and Jace Willenberg and some of these older kids. You know, they, they're running 790 cars, 80 cars, and those cars are a little bit, you know, and they've been doing it longer. Andrew has not been doing this very long, and he is just, like I said, a phenomenal job by Andrew. I, I love seeing him have success. I'm really good buddies with his dad and his mom, and, and they're really good people. I, you know, I hung out with them this weekend. We had a blast. Uh, matter of fact, we found the cemetery. We found the cemetery. Uh, a bunch of us went out there, and, and I tell you what, that was really neat uh to see that that i mean i i you know my my girlfriend my fiance said i hope you didn't bring any bad juju back with you and i'm just like you know what i, I think they would be happy that we discovered him i mean andy romine really discovered him uh, well honestly robbie easton and josh chase did uh but nobody really could find it after that you know it got grown up and andy actually went out there and and cleaned it up quite a bit and it was just so overrun i don't think he could get it all done but uh kind of gave us some directions and uh, Bubba Long took us out there and, and we got to see it and just, you know, I, it was really neat. Uh, you're, you're talking statue or um, gravestones from like the 1800s. It, it was pretty wild and it's like right in the middle of the forest, like pretty neat stuff. Uh, but yeah, we had a blast this weekend. So like I said, it, it's anytime I see Bubba's kid doing well, I'm happy for them. They're just phenomenal. They're, they're really good people. I uh, like hanging around with them and we have a lot of fun together. So congratulations congratulations to Andrew Long, uh, cleaning house, walking out with $200 and, and Tucker Dom $100 in his pocket for best reaction time. Uh, junior Dragsters on Sunday, semi-finalist, uh, the lone survivor, and that was Jaden Jones. Um, and then the winner of the Junior Dragster was Carson Donnell over Andrew Long. So Carson 
Carson, obviously a well-established racer, been doing this quite a while, and, and you know was really good in the final. Uh, I believe he was 22 up front. Uh, Andrew missed a little bit, but you know what? That happens. You're young. You know he'll get it. He he's you know like I said, he's won a race this year, I believe, and he's he's been on a tear. We interviewed him earlier, and he's really having a successful year. So uh, good job to them guys. Consolation race. Jace Willenberg just talked about him gets the win in the consolation race uh, over Trevin Cummins. Uh, they, them guys were, uh, Jace was 44 up front. Uh, I believe he was way above on his dial, but, um, you know, uh, Trevin was a little behind on the tree. So, uh, Jace had plenty of room, did a really good job down to the finish line. Um, Carson Smith with the, um, semifinalist in the consolation race. So that kind of wraps up the junior weekend, big, big weekend for them. Also Denny Katz doing an extra hundred bucks, uh, on Saturday, and then Randy Katz threw in another hundred um, on Sunday. So a lot of money thrown out to them young kids. And you know what? I got a message from Bubba uh, after the you know racing was all done on this weekend, just thanking us for doing it and everything we do. And you know, I I really enjoy putting up the money for these kids. I really enjoy them having something to look forward to as well as us. You know, the big the big cars. You know, we're going out there racing for big money, and we're we're always excited to go out there and race for big money, but. These kids, it, it's really awesome to see them have success and have a chance at some real money uh, and give them something to look forward to. I really enjoy, um, you know, supporting that program. Sportsman class hosted Jesse Fitz and Jack Larson in the final. Uh, Jack Larson out of Cropsey, Illinois, I believe that's what, that's what that says. Uh, in the 76th comment, Jesse Fritz, uh, he is in his 2013 Mustang. Um, neither driver great up front, but uh, you know what? Jesse's car ran the number, and he got the job done. Uh, and Jesse picks up the win in the Sportsman. Also picked up the win in the Junior Dragsters the other the night before. So uh, just awesome job, awesome weekend for Jesse. I'm sure he's uh, enjoying himself this week. He's, you know, he's getting there in the Super Pro car. Uh, he'll figure it out. You know, <laughs> I remember when we interviewed Jesse and he said, I'm going after Corey Butler first round. I think he's found out that this, this stuff isn't as easy. You get into that class. Um, there's some, you know, I tell you what, Corey Butler has just gotten hammered every weekend. Corey's been racing really, really well. I talk to Corey every weekend, um, sometimes throughout the week and, you know, we're good buddies and he has just gotten absolutely hammered down there they're they're just like laying five packs on him six packs you know it just it seems like every time you turn around you know he's double o something and getting beat because everybody's just laying some nasty packages down on him uh but that is a very tough class and jesse uh he's not quite you know had that much success in it yet but he's getting there pro class was bill lyons and austin romine two romine cars in the final how about that bill lyons picks up the win in uh andy's nova He's 33 up front. I'm not sure if he sprayed. I don't know. Uh, Austin was actually 23, but uh, a little behind uh, with the car. He run, I think he runs 16 above. Uh, Bill Lyons dead one. So a hell of a good race with them, too. And I'm sure that was pretty awesome for them, too. Uh, Austin's kind of struggled a little bit. And, I mean, I don't think he would, you know, hesitate to admit that. Um, you know, he's not been in the winner's circle for a while. He's, he's you know, he's switched back and forth with cars and went and got his dad's car he's had some traction issues with his car some tires i think uh but you know austin finally uh he actually has some success this weekend gets into the final of pro uh bill lyons takes the win but uh austin's also still in super pro and goes to the final against zach rogers uh bruce's boy and i've talked about these guys a lot myself they, they're really phenomenal people i really um you know bruce I can't say enough about Bruce. Bruce is uh, just an amazing guy. He actually loaned me a coil on Sunday. I had some issues Saturday, if, if nobody noticed. But um, I, I needed a new coil, and he actually had the exact one that we wanted to try, and he brought it over there. Um, I, I wanted to give him something for you know letting me use it, and he's like, get the hell out of here. You're not giving me nothing for just borrowing it, you know. Uh, just get you know make sure i get it back by the end of the day or by the next week and and you know use it you know see if it works for you uh so i i just can't say enough about bruce just a hell of a good dude 
Um, and and I like I said, I, I enjoy seeing Zach have success, and I know Bruce does as well. Bruce made the comment about me racing my dad in the finals. You know, he's wishing you know he actually had a car himself so he could have that moment sometime with his boy. But uh, you know, it, it's I really like those guys. They pit over there next to me. We talk, and they're really good people. Um, so uh, awesome job to Zach Rogers. Austin Romai gets the win uh, in Super Pro Class. Corey Butler had finally had a good weekend this week. Uh, gets down to the semis. He's down to three cars and you know just didn't go his way but i i've i know that Corey's um like i said he's getting frustrated with uh with the way things have been going lately he's been racing really well uh and like i said he's just been getting hammered so um good to see Corey finally have a little bit a little bit of success and he tightened up the points a little bit in super pro so it'll be interesting to see how it plays out with one week left to go speaking of which if you plan on going to any, you might want to get your NHRA membership and number renewed or, you know, get one started. That's, you know, we're closing in on that. I just got mine done. It's not that hard. Um, I hate doing this every year because it seems like it's kind of more confusing than it needs to be. Uh, but it really isn't. You know, Rod's really good about helping you out. Send him a message. He'll, you know, tell you exactly what you need to do. Basically, um, I just got online and I printed out the form. Uh, I filled it out. I scanned it. And then I, you know, asked Rod, what's the best way? And he said, usually emailing it or faxing it. Um, he gave me the guy's email address. I emailed it. And within a day, I had already had an email back and said they were working on it. And within two days, um, my stuff was done. So I, my, my number's been renewed. Um, I'm good to go. And it only took two days. So that's it's it's not that hard. If you have any questions, Rod would be more than happy. Uh, just go blow his phone up. <laughs> no. Uh, but he'd be more than happy to get you straightened out. Uh, you know, T-shirt's going to be coming soon. So you do got to think about what sizes you're going to want. Um, I think there was a little bit of an issue with the sweatshirts or the hoodies or something. Maybe the color was off. But um, Rod would be, you know, the guy to ask about that. But, uh, yeah, it's coming up. We got one weekend left of racing before bracket finals. Um, so you guys want to get your numbers renewed, get your numbers signed up for your membership, all that stuff and numbers on your car. You got to have numbers on your car, um, lettering, vinyl stickers, whatever. Uh, they got to be a certain size. So, uh, double check with Rod. He can give you that information as well. Uh, but it's going to be a good time. I'm going this year. I haven't been in, you know, I, 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 I think I went last year, but I'm not the biggest fan of that race, but it, it's, it is a fun time. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, you know, it, it will be, I think we have a pretty stout team this year. Uh, so I, I'm, I really want to see how it all plays out. I think we got a chance to win this thing, and it'd be pretty neat to be a part of. With one weekend left, um, it, it's going to be a fun weekend. We got two point races. Uh, points are really tight for Indy. And then, you know, I'm really looking forward to this weekend. I know that um, Sarah Weaver and Tim Weaver and Rick Scott, they're going to be there. You know, me and Sarah have talked a little bit. She's going to be come back to Coles County. Um, even though she just absolutely hates the place. No, I'm joking. There's been rumors going around because of what I said last week. I have no idea what those rumors are, but honestly, she just wanted to go somewhere different. I was just kind of throwing some stuff out there, but, uh, you know, stirring the pot a little bit. Had to mess with Sarah. She's uh, she's fun to pick on, but uh, <laughs> she's going to be here this weekend. We're going to we're gonna do something pretty neat. We're going to do some uh, partying in the pits, and we're going to set up the podcast. Uh I haven't decided what to call this episode. We're going to do a bonus episode, completely uncensored. I'm, I, Sarah's going to sit down with me. Uh, my fiance actually is going to sit down and, and get on a microphone. Uh, Rick Scott, I know he's been dying to get on here and talk all kinds of shit. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I couldn't imagine what, if we could get Bob Weaver to sit down in his cute little pink shorts and his i love dragster shirt and, and just listen to him and rick scott rip each other new one that would be great but it'll be a lot of fun we're, we're gonna be drinking some fireball we're gonna be drinking beer we're gonna be drinking whatever we can get our hands on and we're just gonna set up the podcast i should have three microphones i got three headsets um you know we're gonna sit down and we're just gonna go all at it and just have fun we're gonna talk about racing we're gonna talk about life we're gonna talk about everything um and it's gonna be really really fun i'm really really looking forward to that uh so um tune in i will i'm probably gonna post that episode after i post the regular episode the results and stuff it's gonna be a bonus episode it'll be completely 100 percent uncensored unless there's some really really nasty stuff that goes on <laughs> and we might have to cut some of it out or at least beep it out maybe i don't know we'll see how it goes uh but completely you know 100 you know uncensored and 
it, it's going to be a lot of fun. It will be something different. So parental advisory for all of you parents that let your kids listen to the show. I appreciate that, but I don't know if that will be the one you want to let your kid listen to or not. We'll see. But anyway, we're going to go ahead and get to your top 10. Uh, and then we're going to go into our interview and kind of wrap the show up in there. Uh, so your Larice Motorsports Insurance Super Pro class, it's getting a little tight. Uh, Denny Katz uh, hanging on to first place by seven points over Corey Butler. So uh, Corey Butler there in second. And then Bob Paul, uh, he's got 108. So you got Denny Katz, 126. Corey Butler, 119. Bob Paul, 108. Uh, Jay Billingsley, 81. Austin Romine with 80. Uh, Jim Treat was 73. Daniel Earhart was 66. Daniel Earhart's having a good year. I just say that. He had a good weekend this weekend. I believe he was down there in the last uh, semifinals or something in Super Pro. Uh, John Smiley in eighth place with 59 points. Bill Bosler back down there this weekend uh, had a good weekend. He was uh, 57 points in Super Pro. And then 10th place, Brad, Bad Brad Olmstead uh, with 56 points. He's actually uh, just one point ahead of Kevin, Kevin Dively. So, um, I, I I'll go into this after we go through, but I believe that the pro or the super pro count is nine at this moment. Uh, so nine cars, I think is going in super pro to bracket final. So a couple people there right on the bubble, just be interesting. See how it plays out this weekend on to pro class. Um, like I said, I had a good weekend this weekend myself, pro, uh, rusty Hill in first place with 135 points, uh, moving into second place this week, Jim treat. Uh, he had a hundred and he's got 123. So 12 points behind me with one weekend to go. Uh, you got Saturday and Sunday coming up this weekend. So two, two races. That's easily doable. I could screw this all up. Uh, Kim Neymar actually slides back down to third place. He's got 122. He's one point behind Jim treat. So also with a uh, shot to get it done. Ellis Booth actually still has a, a shot as well. He has a 114 points. He's in fourth place. Ron Hill in fifth place. Um, Ron Hill with 111. Jim Chittick in sixth place. He's got 107 points. Austin Romine in seventh, 105. Max Lang in eighth. He's got 91. Bill Lyons in ninth uh, with 78. And Gail Cook rounding out your top 10 uh, in the uh, pro class with 76 points. Now they are taking 13 uh, pro cars, I believe, is what I the last report I seen. So, and uh, there's actually several of those in in there um, in that top. 13, 14, 15 area that are not going to go. Austin Romine will not be there. Uh, Max Lang will not be there. Bill Lyons will not be there. So there's there's several chances. Um, there's uh, quite a bit of people on the outside shots getting in on pro class. So, um, you know, like I said, you better be there this weekend. You want to get in. They're having a race away this weekend also uh, to earn a chance to go as well. Sportsman class is where it's getting wild. Um, you know what? This this has been crazy. I, I believe Chad Isley had two or three point lead going into the weekend, uh, this coming weekend over Katrina Murphy. She has a twelve point weekend and Isley has a seven point weekend. So maybe she was yeah, she was five points behind Isley. Uh they are now officially tied with one weekend to go. Uh, to see who is going to represent Race of Champions in the Sportsman class for the bracket finals. Ellis Booth uh, with 100 points. I don't, I'm going to say that I doubt that Ellis has got a shot at um, Race of Champions. I think it's just between Chad and Chris, or, uh, Katrina. Uh, I'd say 24 points, uh, the, the common car count sportsman. I think it's pretty much um, not a possibility for Ellis to get race champions at sportsman. Um, you know, Ellis has had some zeros this, this year, uh, three of them, I believe, in sportsman. So, you know, he would have been a player there, guaranteed. He's a really good racer, but uh, he's in third place with 100 points. Caleb Kaywood, the big winner this weekend. The rook oh, well, he's not a rookie anymore. Uh, last year, he was a rookie. He's having a really good year. He's got 97 points. David Lyons in fifth place. I believe he's going to Indy. Uh, he's got 94 points. Jesse Fritz in uh, sixth. He is a rookie, by the way, and got a win this weekend. So awesome job to Jesse. He's got 90 points. TJ Evans in seventh place. He's got 89. Larry Lyons in, uh, in eighth place, and he's got 80 points. Rick Wells in ninth place, uh, 62 points. I don't know if Rick's going to be able to get an error off the race champions, but or not race champions, but indie bracket finals team. But there is always that race away uh, that he could get involved in and maybe win that. Uh, Tony Lyons in 10th place, rounding out your top 10. He's got 55. 
On to the Junior Dragsters. Tucker Mack with another uh, kind of a dis- disappointing weekend for Tucker. Uh, you know what? I know that every one of us go through this as bracket racers. You, you get disappointed. You get discouraged. It happens, man. You know what? These weekends happen. Look, I, I mean, I did it last weekend. I, I had an awful week on Sunday. And I'm, I'm up there in the points. I'm leading the points of pro. And I'm trying not to let that stuff even – I'm trying not to even thinking about it. It, it, it always, It's always in the back of your head. Uh, but you just got to go out there and race, man. Just have fun. Remember what it's like to just have fun. And let's just not even put points into the equation. I mean, just go out there and do what you do because you're a stud, man. I, I mean, you really are. Um, you're a hell of a good racer. And every one of us go through them weekends. Uh, Tucker had a rough weekend, but he is still leading the points. He's got 79 points uh, over Jesse Fritz. Fritz moves up into second place, tied with Wyatt Scales. So, like I said, it's getting really interesting. Those guys, they're not really going, you know, trying to qualify for Indy. They don't have the juniors over there, but they're racing for track championships. And uh, Jesse Fritz moves up into second place, and him and Wyatt Scales are tied. Uh, Mia Scales sitting there with 66 points, so she's only two behind those two. Like I said, it's getting kind of crazy. Adeline Beal with 64. Adeline is um, having a really, really good year. You look kind of like towards the middle of the year and and Addie had an awesome couple weeks she stringed together some really good weekends um with five points six points seven points seven points and then she's had a few you know right up until this weekend she had a decent weekend um you know that she you know had a few you know not so good ones but not not awful um but Addie is just you know having a killer killer year uh she's got a really good chance to climb up there and and compete for that championship along with Kennedy Arnold Kennedy Arnold, also another really good racer. Uh, Kennedy's had a pretty solid, she was about the same, really, really, really well uh, throughout the middle of the year. Seven points, six points, six points, eight points. Uh, she did have a three at one point. Um, I believe that she might have won a Conti that day. Uh, and then five and six and five. So awesome deal for Kennedy Arnold. And uh, she's, like I said, having a good year. Andrew Long, obviously, his last couple of weeks have been really good. Uh, seven points and eight points. He's got 61. Uh, moving on up there. Like I said, he's only 18 points out of first place. That's not that unreachable. Uh, so keep your head up. Keep coming. And, uh, you know, at least climb into the top five and see where you can go from there. But uh, Andrew Long cleaned up this weekend, took a lot of money home, uh, and did an excellent job. Got into the final Sunday. Uh, so killer job to Andrew Long. He's in seventh place. Max Scott. Uh, Max, 59 points. Uh, it's kind of the same deal with Max. Middle of the year, just had a really good couple weeks. Stringed together some uh, in July. You know, seven points, nine points. Max actually had some mechanical issues this week. Uh, wasn't able to run on Sunday, so got a zero. Uh, but Max would have been a player in, in you know the top five if he could have been there and had a good day. Cruz Lee also having a good year, ninth place. Uh, Cruz has gotten some really good weekends um, on the uh, old result or the points page here that I'm looking at. You know, one of the weekends was an eight point week. One of them was a seven, uh, five points. You know, Sunday this week had a couple of them five pointers. You know, in the middle of the, of the year. So Cruz Cruz Lee with 58. Jace Willenberg. You know, Jace has had he had a zero at one of the moments, uh, one of the races, but he kind of started out a little. You know, on fire. Five points. Five points. Eight points. Five. Ten. You know, and then it's kind of tailed off a little bit. But, um, you know, Jace is, you know, really good racer, really talented. Uh, and, and I expect Jace to move up them points if they keep, you know, if they keep coming back for point races. Uh, but he rounds out your top 10 in the junior dragsters. All right. So I have uh, mentioned that we're going to have Caleb Kaywood on the phone. I've kind of went through everything that I'm going to do here. And um, I will talk a little bit more about bracket finals after we get off the phone call with him and go through a few more things. But I'm going to go ahead and get to the phone and, let, and we're going to you know do this interview. I really look forward to this. Uh, interesting stuff here. I've got a few questions for Caleb and we can all you know kind of get to know Caleb a little better. All right, so on the phone uh, this weekend, I was really looking forward to this one, and I was really happy that he said that he would do this. Um, I don't really know much about Caleb, and a lot of you listening might not know much about Caleb. Um, I'm not sure. I don't race sportsman class, so I'm not around in the lanes much, but um, I was very, very excited to do this interview. Um, You know, Caleb has been on a roll here lately. I've mentioned his name several times over the podcast and, and talked about how his you know weekends have been going and his success 
Um, and I've mentioned it several times that I thought that Caleb was going to pick up his first win real soon, like, and he got it done this weekend at Coles County Dragway, and we've got him on the phone. Caleb, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. That's good to hear. I, I, I got you. First of all, how does that feel to get your first win? I know that that's kind of been. Um, you know that's always a, a tall task when you're when you're starting out racing. Uh, you've not been doing this that long, and and you've already got a win. And I've talked about it several times about how you show like really really good potential. But getting that first win out of the way does that just kind of take the edge off a little bit? Yeah, it takes a bunch of weight off your shoulders. I can only imagine. I know you were there last weekend. Uh, you got in the final against Chad Isley. Chad Isley is one of the baddest dudes down at Charleston, you know, down at Coles County Dragway. He's won national championship. He's done it all. Uh, you're in the final against him. What are you thinking as you're staging that car? Are you thinking just do your own thing, or are you thinking, oh, my God, that's Chad Isley. I'm going to have to murder the tree. Um, you know, what, what's kind of the mindset that goes through when you're you're in a final? Uh, and you're, is it That was your first final, wasn't it? Uh, no, that was been the second one. That was your second final. Okay, so you you you're in your second final, and you you got to race Chad Isley. So you didn't win your first one, and then you get to the another one, and you got Chad Isley sitting next to you. You're probably thinking, man, <laughs> that's tough. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's pretty much in both mindsets of I really need to cut a good light, and I need to focus on what I'm doing. Yeah. I mean, that's really just the, that's the name of this game. I mean, you hit a light, you run the number. Anybody out there is beatable. I mean, I raced Chad in the King of the Track this weekend, and it was a phenomenal race. And it's just like you know, really when you when you're racing, you just kind of got to glue it into your head that you're not racing the guy next to you. You're racing yourself. Um, and and obviously, you know, you seem to have a really good mentality for this sport. You're, you're doing really well. You've been racing. How many years have you done, been doing this now? Uh, four years. This would be my second full year. Second full year. Were you were you rookie of the year last year? I was runner up. Runner up. Okay, I wasn't sure exactly who got that. I was actually thinking about texting you earlier and asking. I was like, you know what? I'll just ask him on the show. Uh, so you you run it up to in the rookie of the year last year this is your second full year this it's unbelievable to think how did you get into racing i mean is there somebody that introduced you to racing or is it just something that you did on a friday night you know playing around and you decided you want to you know turn it into a bracket racing deal like what who introduced you to this well it was in the fall of 2019 uh at lakeland I was a freshman in college, and I saw that the Lakeland had an automotive club. And I was like, I might as well just join that, mm -hmm. get more active into the college stuff. Right. And whenever you walk into the shop at Lakeland, they have uh, their Firebird drag car there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. was that's from probably Kevin, my professor. That's probably pretty neat when you walk into your classroom and you see a race car sitting there. <laughs> yeah. That's a pretty cool uh, deal that they do. I know Parkland's got one too, but yeah, that's pretty neat. And cause I know it was King of the Colleges were com was coming up. Mm -hmm. And I started the week, I think, after King of the Colleges finished up. It was my first Friday fun night. And after the first pass in that car, I still remember it to this day. Scotty was like, now remember, you go on the third bulb, and I've just went with that ever since. Yeah. I mean, that's a that's a big thing that a lot of people just don't get the hang of that, you know, going on the third bulb. How, how do they determine? I'm, I'm imagining you're not the only one in that class that's turning wrenches on that car or learning. How do they determine who drives that car? I've never, I've never known that. Like, I've seen a lot of different faces in that car. Um, you know, each year or whatever. And I've, I've always wondered how do they determine who's the one that actually gets to drive it? It's basically you go to the receptionist, be like, Hey, I want a waiver to drive the drag car. And they'll give you a waiver. They'll give it to Scotty. And then all you have to do is just show up. Okay. Good. You know, I, I, I had, I had no idea how that worked. I would imagine, a lot of people are in line to drive that car. I mean, I, 
I mean, if I'm a college student, they got a race car sitting there. Hell yeah, I want to race that thing. <laughs> so that's kind of how you got started into this, huh? Just just doing the, the Lakeland course and stuff and going down there and playing around with it? Yeah, for about two weekends. I think at the very end of the season. Then on my birthday on 2020, my parents got me a racing helmet so I could do the Lakeland thing again. Mm-hmm. But COVID hit. We didn't run the Lakeland car that year, and the following year, I was like, you know what? I want to go out and buy my own drag car. Right. So. You ended up with the Mustang. Yeah. Is that, is that kind of, um, is that kind of where you're going to stick to the, you know, the, the Mustang for now, or do you guys, do you have any future plans on, you know, building a different car, like more of a. Um, a weekly race car instead of like a driver, a daily driver type car. I mean, are you planning on sticking into that, you know, element of the racing world or are you wanting to, you know, move up a little bit, maybe build you, you know, something like what Chad races in sportsman or even pro class? Well, we're going to build up the Mustang. Okay. So I think after this year and me personally, I would like to be in pro class be able to qualify for pro class mm-hmm. next year i tell you i mean what what's your car run right now it runs nine ones nine twos nine threes nine fours on the very humid days right but so runs low nine got about a very second, cold days. second and a half or so to cut off and to get into pro and it's doable i, I mean I tell you, you know, I see a lot of people, you know, turning street cars into pro cars nowadays, and and there's nothing wrong with it. I I mean, I, I see Kelly Edwards and I see Cassie Edwards and Sarah Cassidy and a lot of people, Nick Harlan, uh, a lot of people can win in them kind of cars. I know it just seems easier in a in a more of a racer race car. That's why I didn't know a lot of people, you know, that get into this sport. I, it, it's not cheap. Um, to you know, this mm-hmm. is uh, obviously not a cheap sport. But I was just curious where your what your future plans were with the racing um obviously are you out of school now out of college yeah so yeah you know a lot of people move on from this when they when they get out of the college element i know um the oakley kid that ran the car a couple years ago he was pretty tough in that car and and you know i think he's out of that whole um uh college scene and i don't you know he never really stuck to the drag racing so it's good to hear that you're going to stick with it i mean are you pretty much addicted by now <laughs> oh yeah yeah oh yeah yeah it's it's a it's a very addictive sport it's it's one of the most competitive um things that i've ever really been a part of um you know as far as sports wise uh, it's really just one of the most competitive things ever and it's just i'm a competitive person i love that you know i love that atmosphere um and i was hooked in and i did it as well um <clears throat> you know you got your big win you know that that's obviously what what is another goal in mind for you you know obviously you're gonna you're you're qualified to go to the indie bracket finals team this year i think i seen uh on on the list that you're going um you know that's obviously probably a goal to just go to win that race or whatever but as far as you know future goals what what is something you would like to accomplish in in you know drag racing get a wally because i know that wally race is coming up and i really want to get my next win in that race that would be i tell you what i don't even have a wally (laughs) they've been handing them out for quite a while um i was actually in a final last year uh for super pro class i believe that that would have given me a wally and i i clicked it red but i don't even have a wally yet and i mean you know a lot of people don't and that is a pretty uh pretty special deal to get i mean a lot of people really Mm -hmm. really cherish those things so yeah i mean they they give out a couple every year that's a tough task i mean that's pretty cool uh you know a pretty cool goal and a realistic goal i mean a lot of people you know will say something like go to indy and win the bracket finals that's not unrealistic but that is tough (laughs) i'll tell you what i've been over there a handful of times and i'm telling you that's some tough competition um what do you think is the key to your success lately i mean are you do you practice like on a practice tree um or is it just the cars really good or you just you know in a in a rhythm right now what do you feel like has been your key to success you've all you've obviously been on a roll and you're sitting i think fourth in the points 
Um, you've yeah. only been doing this two years. That's that's pretty impressive. And and you know, to some of these younger people or some of these guys that are just stepping into this stuff, um, they would probably like to hear like what what is your preparation for this, and and how do you think that your keys of uh, uh, the keys of success have been credited to so far? Well, I did have a little practice tree at one point, and then I just found like a really good drag racing mobile game that no limit drag really, racing is that it yeah <laughs> i know the game you're talking about i used to play it all the time i agree that's that's an, that's a fun one that gives you the yeah, sure. not only does it give you the you know the chance to sit there and practice on the tree and whatever but it, you also you're you're competing against somebody so you kind of got that competitive edge going with you along with that game mm-hmm so you feel like that that's kind of been, I mean, are you been solid up front on the tree? You kind of credit some of that to just, you know, keeping your mind focused and obviously just figuring out, um, you know, where your spot is on the tree and practicing with the game and whatnot and the practice tree. You feel like that's done the most for you or, or is there something else? Well, I do know that morning while I was at, because I was working that Saturday from 7 to noon, I was listening to the podcast the uh, <laughs> whole time trying to get a little bit hyped up. <laughs> That's good to know. I, I didn't know you listened. I know you don't have Facebook, so I wasn't sure if you listened to the podcast or not. Well, I kind of, my parents been trying to get me to listen to it, and I was like, yeah, I'll listen to it, and I just kept forgetting, and I was like, right. you know what? I'm going to listen to it. So I started listening to it. I was like, I'm starting to get hyped. <laughs> All right. So we're crediting your big win to the podcast <laughs> this weekend. I'm going with it. I don't care what anybody says. I'm, I'm taking credit for this one. <laughs> I tell you what, man, it was, I, I, I was so happy to see you pick up that win. It was just, uh, it's one of them deals. You know, I've seen several first wins this year. Um, and, and there's several of them that I kind of knew I, I was expecting it to happen. And, and I've said it for weeks now that I thought you were just on a roll. You know, you'd been in a final, you were in a final last week and I'm thinking, you know what, this dude is just really on a tear right now. Um, definitely somebody that, you know, people have got to respect in the sportsman class. And then you go out there, uh, you pick up the win this weekend and I, I couldn't have been happy for you, man. Your parents, they, they introduced themselves to me a couple weeks ago, really good people, um, and, and, you know, I hadn't talked to you yet, but it was really cool to, you know, um, get to meet you last week and, and you know, yeah. set up this podcast stuff. And obviously I appreciate you coming on here and doing this. Um, is there, what, what other, do you, I mean, besides drag racing, um, anything that you like to do in your free time? I know you're young. I know you, you know, I, I was running around doing just about a little bit of everything, probably stuff that I shouldn't be doing, but, uh, when I was at that age, but drag racing didn't really control me that much at that age because there's so much other stuff going on on around you i mean is there any anything else you like doing your free time uh gaming and uh occasional sundays i play drums at my church really playing drums all right so there's your hidden talent nobody knows about (laughs) you just knocked out two birds with one stone there because i'm i was gonna i was thinking about asking so you play the drums and you um you're into the gaming. I love gaming myself. They're, they're getting ready to come out with an NHRA game. I'm sure you know this, right? Oh, yeah. I have it pre-ordered. <laughs> I will be pre-ordering it myself. Um, I'm looking forward to that. I don't know how good it's going to be. I don't know if it's going to have bracket racing, but I'm excited. There's It's been a long time since they've come out with something. for. Uh, I believe there will be multiplayer online stuff. Um, it might be yeah. heads up. It might be index racing. But either way, I'm going to buy it just because you know it's drag racing. I'm looking forward to yeah. it. But, um, you know, anybody that you want to say thank you to uh, before we wrap this up, I, I'm going to do the pick a winner, be a winner. I don't know if you know a lot about it. You said you did listen to a little bit of the show. Um, I'll yeah. explain that here in a minute. But you, like I said, you got your first win. You, you know, your parents are down there every week. Anybody that you just want to say thank you to that kind of helps you out with this stuff and, and, and makes it a little bit easier for you when you're down there? Well, she wasn't there this weekend, but mainly my mom. Your mom, yeah. She, she actually won a race here a couple weeks ago, didn't she? Yeah, she won the powder puff, powder puff race. Yeah. Now, how, what's the story on this? Does your mom, is this something you guys just talked her into doing, or has she kind of got a little bit of history with racing? Has she done it before? No, she just 
wanted to run the car in powder puff <laughs> she goes out there and gets the win how about that that's pretty cool you guys yeah. got a little family trio going your your mom gets in the car wins and then you're you're in a final and then you go down there again this week get in the final and you pick up the win that's that's really cool yeah so you you want to thank your mom anybody else that you want to throw in there before we go into the pick a winner uh my dad for setting up the car pretty yeah. well I tell you what, that's that's pretty. Um, I, t- I I couldn't do it without my dad either. I mean, that's it's. You know, I work on my car. I do little things, but man, he he's involved with it so much more than you know the really difficult stuff that I just I I know about, but I'm not comfortable doing. He he steps in and he, you know, he puts a lot of his time in there, and it makes it. You know, <laughs> I tell you what, I couldn't do it without them guys, and I know the feeling, man. It's really cool to have parents that get involved and support this stuff. Yeah. So, do you do you understand the whole pick a winner, be a winner, you know, um, that we do on the show every week? A little bit, yeah. Okay, so last week's episode, I changed it up pretty dramatically. Um, I had Rob Fisher and Blake Hooper um, on on the on the interview, and I changed it up. So I'm trying to make this a little bit easier. We're running out of weeks here for somebody to hit this, and um, I'm trying to make it to where. It's going to be a little bit easier to hit. Um, so here's the deal. I have got the top four in each class. Uh, I got their names in a bucket. And then I have a wild card in each one. So I'm going to draw each class. If you draw a wild card, you can take anybody you want um, in any class. So you don't have to go by the ones that I draw. So I'm going to start this out. I'm going to start out with your class. We're going to go sportsman class here. Um, your name is in this bucket because you are in the top four. So you could draw yourself, or I guess I could draw your name and you could choose yourself. So I'm going to go ahead and start with the sportsman class. I'm going to shake these chips up real well. And I'm going to draw one of these out here and we're going to see what we get to work with. The first chip is Katrina Murphy. Um, obviously she has, <laughs> she's got a hell of a battle going with Chad Isley right now. I believe they oh, are yeah. tied. It's, it's very, very, uh, coming down to the wire here. So there is your sportsman pick. I'm going to go ahead and go into super pro next. I'll shake these up. Okay. And it is going to be Jay Billingsley in super pro. Okay, and now we're going to go to the pro pro category. Shake these up. It is going to be Jim Treat. So there are your choices. You got Katrina Murphy in Sportsman, Jim Treat in Pro, and Jay Billingsley in Super Pro. I tell you what, I'm going to do something completely off the wall this week i'm gonna give you the option to use a wild card and take anybody you want but if you do that it's gonna pay the original 85 dollars. and if you take one of the other three if you take jay billingsley and he wins super pro or if you take jim tree and he wins pro or if you take Katrina Murphy and she wins Sportsman, I'm going to double it. I'm going to pay $160. So there's, there's, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving you an ultimatum here. You can take anybody you want, but it's only going to pay the original $85. If you take, all right, yeah, I think that's what I said, 80 or 85, 85. Uh, so it'd be 170 if I doubled it. If, if, if you take one of those three, it's going to pay 170. If you take the wild card, it takes 85, pays 85. So it's on you. I'll let you think this over, and you can give me your pick. I think I'm going to go with Jim Tree. Jim Tree in pro class. All right. If Jim Tree wins pro class this week, it will be $170. This is the first time I've ever done this. I know I'm going to hear some people like, why didn't I get that choice? <laughs> so <laughs> I, I wanted to see if you would take the bait on that, uh, the wild card. So here we go. 
$170. I'm writing the name down. Jim Treat to win pro. I really hope you're wrong because Jim Treat is 12 points behind me in pro. So, uh, <laughs> no, I, I'm not too worried about it. I, I'm just letting this all play out. It's getting tight in pro. It's, uh, it's really, really tight in sportsman. Uh, and it's pretty tight in super pro with one weekend to go. Um, I, you know, it's, it's going to be a very interesting week. And, and you know what? I was, I was so happy to see you pick up the win this week i know you're you're kind of in a dead man spot there with trying to win the points with uh well at least the bracket final points you've always got to try to track yeah. points but you know them two have kind of walked away with it but uh you know what it's really it says a lot when you pick up a win in a class like that that has really got you know look you look and see the people that race that class and there's some really tough hitters in there and uh oh yeah I'm 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 wishing you the best the rest of the season, man. And I really want to just say thank you for taking your time out of your day to come on here and do this for us. No problem. All right, Caleb. We'll see you next weekend, buddy. All right. See ya. All right. Thanks. Bye. All right. So I I told you I'd talk a little bit about the bracket final stuff. So here's what we got going right now. Um first of all, I just want to say thank you to Caleb Caleb for doing that interview. Um, that was awesome. I was really looking forward to that. You know, good stuff there, Caleb. Um, really, I, I think he might have been nervous to do it. I don't really know. Didn't talk to him that much. But beforehand, I just kind of briefed him on the, some of the stuff that I was going to talk about. Uh, and then just we kind of went into it. And I thought he did a fantastic job. So I uh, appreciate you doing that again for us, Caleb. Um, on to this bracket final stuff. Um, the Team CCD, another one bites the dust, yada, yada, yada. Um, so as of right now, they are taking nine cars in Super Pro Class. Uh, right now, the nine that are in are Denny Katz, Corey Butler, Jay Billingsley, Jim Tree, Daniel Earhart, Bill Bosler, Brad Olmstead, Kevin Dively, Chad Isley. Now, on the bubble, and these guys, they, they said they'll go if they make the team. You got Adam Hughes, four points on the bubble, four points behind uh, Isley, five points behind Dively, six points behind Olmstead, seven points behind Bosler. Uh, so, there's a good chance that Adam Hughes, you know, gets to go if he can have a good weekend. We got two races left uh, this coming weekend, Saturday and Sunday. Doug Patrick also on the bubble with 50 points. Um, Sarah Weaver, they got her listed as yellow and as a maybe. Uh, kind of don't know if Sarah's going to go to that race. But um, anyway, Jason McConnell is the other one that said he might go if... Uh, if he makes it i don't know if that to be true or not either uh jason would have a lot of work to do he is actually 15 points that's not actually that much work not for jason <laughs> not for j mac uh he could get he could throw down 15 points in one day so uh jason mcconnell he's got a realistic chance um if he shows up and then larry's on 39 points also uh brian Svoboda with 36 so th those are the ones um also Br uh, jim valby with 36 points they kind of got a realistic chance if if the uh you know the last three people on the team just really have awful weekends and them guys you know kind of sweep the weekend um then they would have an outside chance of getting in but I'm, I'm looking at adam hughes and doug patrick as the two that really have a good chance of making some noise this weekend um and getting into that uh, top nine for the super pro class pro class could have a little bit more drama uh pro class they're taking 13 right now myself rusty hill jim tree kim niemeyer ellis booth ron hill jim chittick gail cook bill aubrey chad isley tim muchow rick wells clayton patrick and andy campbell are your 13 qualifiers as of now now andy campbell has 58 points and clayton patrick has 59 uh, the guys that are on the bubble are not that far out. You got Bob Fitzpatrick and Sam Zahn, both with 56. So they're two points on the bubble. Um, and both of them guys say they will, they will go if they make the team. Amber Billingsley with 51. Now, Amber's got a little bit more work to do, but not it's not unrealistic. Uh, she's seven points on the bubble right now. And then Terry Willard. Uh, eight points on the bubble he those are really your more realistic chances the ones that really could make some noise and shake things up uh this coming weekend so you got four drivers there trying to climb up there into the you know the top 13 
uh, and very doable. You know, and there's some tough ones down there. Amber Billingsley, Terry Willard, uh, Fitzpatrick, and Sam Zahn all having good years. And, you know, it, it could get interesting this weekend for sure. Uh, but those are the ones that really have, the, you know, the, the best chance of, you know, making things happen. Um, there's a couple behind them, Randy Cox and Rick Schaffner. I think they're a little bit farther out of the picture of making that happen. Um, and I don't even know if it's mathematically possible. I guess it could be, but... Um, you'd have to have some drivers not show up and, and them guys sweep the weekend. But uh, right now, right right now, those, those are your top 13 with, with four potential drivers. Uh, any one of those four can move up and steal a spot. Sportsman class, seven drivers. So you got Chad Isley, Katrina Murphy, Ellis Booth, Caleb Kaywood, David Lyons, Jesse Fritz, and TJ Evans. Uh, now this, there's a couple outside shots here. TJ has 89 points. Um, he is the one that's right at the bottom of the barrel there. So he's holding on to the last spot. And then on the bubble, you got Larry Lyons. He is just, he's, he's nine points out of making the team. So basically Larry Lyons needs to be chasing TJ Evans up to the lanes or send one of his 10 other family members up there. No, um, you, you know, he, he could make it, um, barring, you know, some crazy stuff. TJ gets knocked out early. Um, and then Larry goes on and has a really good weekend. Larry could move himself up into the top seven. And, um, you know, I think that's probably the most realistic chance, uh, of shaking anything up in the sportsman class. Rick Wells has got 62. I mean, that's, uh, that's 27 points. Yeah, that's not even realistically possible. So, uh, Larry Lyons with the, about the only one that's on the bubble that can, you know, make some noise and, and change that up in the sportsman class. So that's what you're looking at uh, this for the sportsman class. Now, we've also got one Super Pro bike going, uh, and then we're giving out an entry for the race-off. Uh, I believe you're eligible if you were showed up for two, maybe three races this week, this year, points races, I believe, uh, then you're eligible to qualify to go into the race off. That will be this weekend. If you are not on the team or you're on the bubble, you might want to go ahead and enter this race. Um, I, some people are going to enter this race to try to get an extra entry, uh, to go to, to bracket finals. I am not one of those people. I decided that, you know what? I do have a delay box. I have ran super pro, but I'm not going to take away from somebody that isn't going to be able to go when I know for a fact, I'm going to go. Uh, so I, I, I will not be one of those to do that, but there will be some in there that, you know, already have an entry they're locked in and they're going to jump in that race off to try to gain an extra entry into an extra class. You know, the proceeds go to the bracket finals team. So you obviously want to see multiple people enter this race. Um, I wish everybody the best of luck. I want to see somebody that doesn't have a chance to go win this and, and get an entry. So that would be cool. And then Rod and Donna, they're going to give away an entry. Um, I don't really know how they do this. <laughs> I wouldn't want that pressure of deciding who I want to take that entry because you're going to have multiple people that want to go or will go if they can make it. And you're gonna have to tell a bunch of those that you didn't pick them. Um, so I don't know, it, it, it's it's a little different. It's their choice. Um, I think I would just maybe give out two raceaway entries maybe, I don't know. I, I wouldn't want that pressure of uh, picking somebody, just flat out picking somebody, but I do get why they do it. Last year, I think they picked Jim Chittick. Uh, Jim Chittick is a very important piece to Coles County Dragway. Um, he's he puts up a lot of money, sponsorship money. He's very um, he does a lot for the track. Uh, he comes out there on his own time. He he fixes stuff. He helps Rod out. Uh, so I get why they do it. They they're showing their appreciation, but it would just be an, it would be way too tough of a decision for me to do something like that. Uh, but yeah, that's that's basically the gist of it. They're taking thirty two entries. You got thirteen in pro, nine in super pro, seven in sportsman, one bike one race off and then you got rod and donna's pick uh and then there's the electrical vehicle deal if anybody knows i actually know somebody that has an electric vehicle but i don't really want to ask him to use it that's an expensive vehicle it's a tesla uh he's a good buddy of mine 
Uh, and he's actually talked about coming down to the track, but I can't bring myself to say, Hey, let me use your car and race it. No way. I will not do that. Uh, but some of you might know somebody out there that has an electric vehicle. And if you want to ask them if they would be interested, uh, we do get to take two electrical vehicles over there. Um, you know, so, Hey, and that's, a, that's probably one of the best chances, you know, that, you know, somebody from Coles County has got to go in to Vegas. Uh, so, you know, if you got somebody, you know, you want to give them a out, give them a shout and see if they're willing to do that. You know, you're more than welcome. But um, that's kind of the layout for the bracket finals. It's it's going to be a fun weekend. Um, looking forward to it. If this all goes well with this deal that we're going to do, the party in the pits uh, this weekend with the podcast uh, bonus episode, I might do a bracket finals episode. Uh, take all the stuff down there to the bracket finals, set it up. Um, you know, like I said before, it'd be interesting to get Rod, um, on a microphone, maybe Donna after she has about 10 jello shots, uh, Carl Giovanetti, he might be down there that he's, I tell you what, he's a blast to be around after he's had a few drinks. Uh, you know, there's several of them that would be, uh, fun to talk to if we could get him to do it. And I think, you know, obviously you get everything set up after everybody's had about, you know, an hour to get a few drinks in them, then, you know, everybody might be a little bit less shy and uh, come do it so it'd be fun stuff we'll see how it goes this weekend i don't know it might not go well at all but we'll see uh but that's all for today's show it has been a fun one uh we got to talk a little bit about the bracket finals we got to meet with caleb kaywood and learn a little bit about him uh and you know go over kind of this weekend's big race the terry Luckingfield memorial uh it was just an awesome weekend i i'm really looking forward to this coming weekend uh, Sarah Weaver, Tim Weaver, Bob Weaver, all the guys that I just love being around uh, and having a good time with will be there. I'm um, hoping to see a good car count. And you know what? I need to ask Rod. I don't know what the car count was on Sunday, but me, Fisher, and Blake kind of threw some numbers out there. be interesting to see who was closest. But anyway, we will see you all next weekend. Well, we will know exactly how it all shaped up, and we will know our ND team.